Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is August the 27th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. We'll say I'm a bit sleepy, a little tired, uh, but I had a pretty productive morning, early morning. Uh, I woke up, got a little walk in. It was nice actually cross paths with an old man. I was like, okay, nice. I felt like kindred spirits here. We're both being that heat. Speaking of the heat or lack thereof, this morning was like super cool. I came out like literally in a tank top, just regretting it. <laughs> you know how you do the thing where like you're walking and then you casually just like put your arms up, you cross your arms and you're just like, oh, <laughs> it's like, I'm not mad or anything. I'm just cold. <laughs> So, um, you know, that was a nice change of pace. Honestly, I've been sweating just all of last week, you know, just all week, whatever. It, it's just been pouring out of me. So it's been nice to kind of have a nice, cool morning. Uh, I think the heat is it's rising as we speak. So, you know, it is what it is. But um, let's see a uh, quick food corner. It was pretty scrappy. We just uh, I made some noodles and uh, fish sticks were on the side, as well as those diced uh, potatoes that we have still lying around. Uh, so yeah, that, that was a meal. I will say, actually, the sauces came through. It was neat. Uh, I had some tartar sauce, and I had some relish that I put on the side. I was like, okay, all right, it's nice. So it worked with fish sticks. Uh, but yeah, you know, just something to eat. I, I vegged out, like, all day. Didn't do anything. Slept a lot. <laughs> I got a couple of naps in. Uh, was a, that was a good part. All right. Um, let's see here. I'm going to do my classic little startup. Sadly, no drink. It's too early, and I just wasn't feeling it today. I say too early like I haven't done that before. Um, but I do have some uh, iced Earl Grey tea, so that's nice. Going to enjoy that. Very pleasant. Our first story comes <coughs> from the <coughs> AFP. <coughs> Get it out, Scout. <coughs> All right. <coughs> Maybe. <coughs> it's probably a burp, too. Uh, three <coughs> U.S. Marines killed in Australia <coughs> air crash. Oof. Uh, three U.S. Marines were killed Sunday when an Osprey aircraft crashed on a remote tropical island during war games north of the Australian mainland. Rescue workers toiled in fading light to evacuate survivors from the isolated crash site, with U.S. officials saying five members have been flown to Royal Darwin Hospital in a serious condition. There was a total of 23 uh, personnel on board at the time of the crash. Um, they are looking <coughs> into why, like, you know, what caused it. But uh, to just give a quick rundown on what an Osprey is, it is a almost like a cat-dog cat mix of a helicopter and a plane. And 
and uh, in this situation, they were doing uh, Predators Run exercises. It's a series of war fighting drills involving uh, thousands of soldiers from the U.S. and Australia, as well as other militaries such as Indonesia and the Philippines. Now, I've, you know, listened, read to this story on a couple of different spots, and it's crazy that, like, there's this story that happened, and then there's, like, several other, like, there's, like, historical just malfunctions or problems that have kind of come up with this, uh, with this aircraft. And, I mean, I guess it's a very effective uh, vehicle or, or effective, you know, ship, plane, god damn it. Um, but at the same time, it has this, like, high rate of failure, which, you know, seems concerning to me. But, I don't know. I, you know, I'm no military man at the end of the day. But, yeah, to have, like, just multiple situations where, you know, Marines or, you know, personnel are, are, you know, getting killed is kind of scary, kind of crazy. Um, there's also been situations where they're like, oh, okay, well, let's do some grounding. Uh, this is, like, from the U.S. Army. And uh, we'll give people more more training. And that's good. But I, at the same time, I think when you're getting into these, like, certain kind of combat maneuvers, really high-intensive, high-skill maneuvers, I think it's just maybe hard to pilot these kind of... Um, aircraft who knows who can say um but i mean they are interesting looking that's for sure they seem very menacing um all right let's uh move along from abc news multiple people killed in racially motivated shooting at dollar general in florida three people were killed in a racially motivated shooting at a dollar general in jacksonville florida on saturday uh, all three victims were black, and the suspect detailed a disgusting ideology of hate in writings, according to Sheriff T.K. Waters. Put plainly, the shooting was racially motivated, and he hated black people, uh, said by Waters. Uh, he, the gunman had, and they don't identify who he is in this article as of yet. Uh, they might have as of, you know, this uh, this episode. I, I didn't get into it. I also didn't get the names of the uh, victims as of yet. Um, but if we revisit it and I do have that information, I will probably uh, you know, talk about it. But uh, the gunman was armed with an AR-15 style rifle and a handgun and outfitted with a tactical vest when he shot three people, uh, two men and a woman, before turning the gun on himself. Uh, and there were no other injuries reported in the shooting. Uh, now, the police came out in heavy presence after that. But also, I believe it was reported that, um, let's see, Edward Waters University, a private historically black Christian university, confirmed that a security officer engaged the suspect prior to the shooting when he appeared in the vicinity of a uh, Centennial Library on campus. The, uh, the suspect refused to identify themselves and was asked to leave, the EWU said. The incident was reported to Jacksonville Sheriff's Office by the EWU. Um, so I, I kind of think here that he had a much bigger target in mind in this university. And he, you know, didn't execute, was escorted out. It, it, it really seems like someone like this was like, oh, I'm trying to do this with zero resistance because, I mean, it, it really is just cowardice. You you want to inflict this pain and be this evil person, but you also 
don't want to actually like see a gun and actually have to deal with it. Um, so I think they, they slinked on off and were like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll hit this Dollar General to make my same point. Um, I don't know. This, this shit is it's upsetting. Like we, I, I remember talking about this shit what, last year with Tops and, and the Baltimore. Um, it, it feels very similar to that. Uh, they do reference another shooting in this article. Uh, it was like a video game tournament. I believe it was like a Madden tournament and the person like lost or something and like came back and shot up the place. Uh, you know, Florida is like a fucking player versus player zone, but, um, God damn. I mean, the shit sucks. It's, it's very unfortunate. Um, I don't know uh, that there's, uh, I, I get blue in the face talking about the shit when it, when it comes to either guns or it talks about just just the dealing with this racial shit every day and then like just also having to deal with people who act like no it's not a thing anymore man like that's old news we beat racism dog what are you talking about have you seen barack obama like i don't know it, it, it's very frustrating to just have to combat both of these narratives it's like a two-front thing um let's see here uh, this attack occurred while tens of thousands gathered in our nation's capital for the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington and serves as a painful reminder of how much work uh, needs to be done to realize Martin Luther King's or Dr. King's dream. Uh, that was um, from the ADL, ADL uh, Anti-Defamation League. Uh, they sent a statement. Um so yeah, also the the march on Washington took place this weekend. I I heard like little snippets of it from Al Sharpton and uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s son, I believe. Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. This shit sucks. Uh, you know, sometimes it is bad news all around. This shit just you know, especially just icks me, irks me, makes me sad, makes me angry. Um. I mean, I could dwell on it longer. I just, I don't want to. So let's move along. Uh, from NBC News. Two arrested after at least eight people injured in shooting near Boston Bar- Parade. Let's see. Two suspects have been arrested after at least eight people were injured in a shooting that took place during the annual Caribbean Carnival in Boston on Sunday on Saturday morning. I'm sorry. Uh, the shooting was not related to the Caribbean parade. Boston uh, Commissioner Michael Cox said during a news briefing Saturday afternoon. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it did take place early, uh, like 6.30 a.m. in the morning. So, I mean, hey, they, they are up and at it early. I get it. I'm with that. Um, this was at uh, Jovert uh, Park. Jovier. Jovier Park. I like Jovier Park. We're going we're gonna to go with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like a really rocket event. I got to at least look at some pictures while I was doing some research. And I'm like, man, like, I, I would have thought you had to go to another country to to get this vibe, get this energy. So cool they're doing it in Boston. Um, sad that it got, you know, disturbed by this kind of event. Um, I believe it was just two groups, um, you know, having an argument, having an altercation, and sadly, you know, the shit escalates, and then people pull out weapons and fucking do that shit, um, but, um, I do believe that overall, like, you know, 
festivities did continue. They just kind of had to like shut things down to like you know collect evidence stuff like that. Um, but um, yeah, I mean definitely shame that there was a disruption, but you know cool that no one was uh, seriously injured. It seems I think there was like seven who were like actually hit, and then there was like one another. There was another person, the eighth, that was like like it. They may have been grazed by a blow, which I mean, that obviously still counts, but I think they just hadn't like actually confirmed it at the moment. Um, I don't know. But yeah, so glad that this is a situation that uh, no one died. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's good. That's a positive. We'll take it. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. I think that's, ah, that's about it. Um, I, I would definitely say look it up. It's a vibe. Uh, Boston Carnival, man. I, Boston is one of those places I want to visit. Uh, if, you know, if I could get my travel on, I guess not my top three, but, um, definitely up there. Maybe I, you know, in the U S but whatever, I'm not a traveling guy. I'm a hermit. Anyway, we got one more story to cover. Do, 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 do. Sadly, it's a bummer. It's still sad. Um, but you know, um, yeah, talk about stuff like this sometimes. Sometimes it's not a light. Ep Most episodes are very heavy and they're dark, and and that's that's the news. But you know, I try to do what I can. Ooh, ooh, and that one was for Bob Barker, R.I.P. He's when we're going to be closing out about. Uh, oh, if you hadn't heard the news yet, uh, from CBS News, Bob Barker, long time The Price is Right host, dies at 99 years old. Uh, Bob Barker, who hosted The Price is Right for 35 years, has died. His representative, Roger Neal, told CBS News on Saturday. He was 99 years old. Um, he died at his home, Neil said, adding that he had a beautiful life. Um, some things I didn't know about Bob Barker was that, uh, he hosted another show called Truth or Consequences for nearly 20 years. He also had his own radio show, which is also pretty cool. That's a, that's like a very inspirational thing that he kind of just started from very humble beginnings, just worked really hard, was very consistent and... Then wound up, you know, in 1972, having a chance to um, host the revival of The Price is Right. And I don't know, for me, he's maybe the most iconic TV show game host. Uh, I, I just remember, like, whenever I would be calling off for school that day, that's what I was going to be watching, for sure. Is I'm dodging soap operas and I'm watching uh, The Price is Right. And, you know, any other kind of gamey show like that. Uh, so that was... That was fun. I, I remember him talking about spaying and neutering your pets. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, dude. That's that's cool. That's a vibe. Uh, but I didn't know how passionate he was about it. Uh, Barker made headlines for his passionate support of animals during the 1987 Miss USA pageant when he refused to host if, cont if contestants wore real furs during the televised event. Producers acquiesced and contestants wore synthetic furs that year. But the following year, after 21 years of hosting, uh, Barker resigned when producers refused to stop giving fur coats as prizes. So, I mean, he really held frame here. Uh, even PETA gave him flowers. And I think that's pretty cool. That's very rare. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see, he's given endowments, lots of money to schools, things like that. That's very cool. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, cool ass dude. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, what was it? Happy Gilmore. Uh, the price is wrong, but uh, <laughs> that kind of fucking shit. But yeah, I don't know. Iconic figure. Um, you know, he, what was it? I think someone made the joke of he died, uh, before, uh, turning a hundred so that he didn't go over a dollar. And I was like, yeah, damn, that is pretty legendary. Um, so yeah, we'll end it on that note. That is the episode. Uh, let's see here. Is there anything else to add or report? Nah, y'all know the usual shit. The Patreon, the, the Google mail, <laughs> the Gmail, if you will. Um, so yeah, hopefully I just see you soon for some more good news. I love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.